Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Isn't it weird that like every generation has a sexy rabbit? <laughs> Save right? that like, for the opening line of the podcast. Okay. Good news. I already hit record, so oh, we got you. that. Oh, I'm pretty Hooray. sure we got that. Hey, everyone. We're welcome to my Get Podcast. I'm Doug. <laughs> I'm Justin. And joining us this week all the way across one of the ponds is uh, Jared all the way from Australia. Welcome, sir. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Back again, second time. Second time. Uh, so happy to, to have you back, about man. Sexy cartoon bunnies. So, which one would you prefer to impregnate? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Lola Bunny was the one for my generation. And then yeah. now it's Judy Hopps, isn't it, from Zootopia? Judy Hopps. Oh my God, I forgot the, the, about Judy Hopps. They put her in a police outfit. That is definitely furry bait. <laughs> What about Jessica Rabbit? Does that does she count? See, I mean, she just because she has by, this... by marriage. Yeah, she's got the surname Rabbit, but that doesn't make her an actual bunny. Yeah, that's yeah, true. She's yeah. going to have rabbit babies though that are going to be half her, and then those are going to be the sexy thing that. Right. I feel like okay. And there's well, going to be a lot on. of them. When when did I hate where this is going? <laughs> Time out. When did I love this? When did that movie come out? When did Roger Rabbit come out? Stand by. Analyze. Slotty knows. Slotty knows where I'm going with this one. Stand by. Uh, it came out in 1988. Okay. And what year did Space Jam come out? I'm going to say 95. 94. 1996. You both suck. Oh, All right. Fuck. Price is right. Rules. I win. All right. Bum 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 bum. There you go. Yes. Um, okay. So by that, uh, Lola wouldn't. Have, well, by by bunny years, yes. So I would say that Lola Rabbit potentially could be the daughter of Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. It wasn't that. Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, wasn't it? It was. Ra- Jessica. About? Yeah. Dude, I'm having. So a, again, I'm having a night. <laughs> by like dog year, bunny year type. By that uh, math. I would think that. Are you looking up what, how bunnies age? Yes, and you we, are. <laughs> we know they exist in the same universe because Bugs Bunny is in Roger Rabbit, or Who Framed. Roger it can be Rabbit. helpful to oh, think of really? one year in Rabbit's life as ten years in a human's life. So an eight-year-old Rabbit could be thought to be approximately eighty years old in human terms. Okay, so you said nineteen eighty-nine, eighty-eight, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh boy, so <laughs> Lola Bunny. Oh, That's. That's a that's a hot eighty year old bunny right there. I don't think that checks out. <laughs> Did I just well, she, say she, that? 
necessarily born when that movie was released. She could That's be one of the younger point. kids. Great point. Yes. Maybe Roger and Jessica, you know, they waited a couple of years, you know, because they were. Because that's what rabbits are known to do is to wait when it comes to fornicating. Right. They had to go through pre Canaan, you know, mm -hmm. and they had to go marriage counseling. And they got. Yeah, exactly. It, it took a while for them to get to the yeah. point where they were ready to have. Kids, you know, he's also a comedian, you know, so that comedian lifestyle, you know, probably wasn't exactly. ready to have kids, you know. Right. Yeah. Jared, I think you, I'm not going to lie, you might have just blown the cover wide open on this without even knowing it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the same uh, universe, so it all checks out. They cool. definitely. Bugs Bunny fucked Jessica Rabbit's daughter. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. Guys, you're hearing it here first. In that movie, so he's really old by comparison. Yeah. Well, you know. Because it's been at least 80 years in rabbit years since That makes then. sense. So, Jared, what other animated animals would you like to fuck? <laughs> uh, fuck me, slotty. What was that, Jared? <laughs> What's a slotty look like? <laughs> <laughs> Takes a long drink before answering. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> I'm sure we had topics written down. Anyway, we're, uh, we're so happy to have Jared here uh, with oh, us. God. Um, God damn it. Before we get started diving into some fun stuff, let's talk about important things. Number one. Okay. Hey, guys, we're on Spotify. Did you know that? Well, we are. So get on Spotify. Get the app on your telephones. Get the app on your personal computers. And uh, when your you, word processing uh, machines, when you get when you boot it up with the big old floppy disk, just put put in Spotify in your Internet tubes. And when it comes up, also put in my get podcast and you'll find us there amongst other places. Like it's that simple. Apple podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. But in, in particular, in Spotify, you can find us on there. So add us to your playlists. Check. Next one. We have merch. Woo! Teespring.com slash mindgappodcast. I'm sorry, that's not right. Teesprings.com slash stores slash number two letter E, the number eight. And Jared is wearing it right now, so thank you, sir. Much And looking much mighty love. good, if I might add. Looks like a cozy shirt, sir. It is one of my favorites. Would yes. you feel like it wicks away the sweat? I that's mean, a yes. Winter, so I haven't been sweating that much, so I'll let you know once it gets to summer. Nice. So you heard here, it wicks away the sweat in the wintertime. <laughs> Ta-da! We've got all sorts of good stuff there. Mind Gap tees, Mind Gap face masks. We got uh, you, you Can't Handle Agabi shirts, which I wore around my neighborhood over the weekend. Right. My wife goes, I don't think that's appropriate. I'm like, no one knows what this means except Jared, and I'm okay with that. So, pa-pow! Uh, lots of good stuff. Yeah, I'm never wearing that. Well, <laughs> I mean, don't say never. Here's the thing. When Doug and I finally make our trip to Australia to come to your parents' B&B, and that's the plug in case your mom wants to know. Mm -hmm. um, we are both wearing that shirt for the entire trip down there. Yeah. And uh, the the deal is that if we come, um, you have to wear that to breakfast at the Blue Rue with your parents. Like when we sit down to eat, like you have to you have to wear that. By the way, this episode of Mind Gap okay. Podcast brought to you by the Blue Rue Bed and Breakfast in Perth, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> You happy now, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want an angry message at the end again. <laughs> what? We did an ad for her last time. 
It's true. That's true. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, last Saturday we were streaming Pummel Party on the video game live stream, and it was a doozy. We had a real good time. Jared was there. Slotty was there. Old uh, Noah Reno was there. Uh, we beat each other up. We gave each other shit. And both times, both games we played, Jared ended up in the cage. So you only end up in the cage when you get last place. So I want to say, good job, Jared. You try. And that's all that some people can do sometimes, you know? God bless you. Look, if I was uh, on better internet, and that's what I'm going to blame, it's just... <laughs> Real bad connection down here. <laughs> we had a really good time. It has nothing to do with me sucking at things. And honestly, like, Slotty got uh, one of those games. He just got picked on bad. I think it was the second game. They were just uh, He and Noah had this epic duel in the first game. It was just the two of them were just smashing each other. And Jared and I were kind of off in our own little worlds, doing our own little things. But Noah and Slotty had it out for each other. And it was very fun watching it unfold. <laughs> Jared and I were like, we'll just kind of... Pick up our keys here and then uh, get these goblets and maybe we'll win. Who knows? But uh, shout out to Noah. That guy did a hell of a job on those mini games. I finally met him, met my match. Uh, he he was he was very good. So I think it's that falls yeah. guys, that fall guys uh, energy. He's really got that going for him. So that was super fun. This Saturday, the 22nd wait, of August. Wait. What? Go ahead. This Saturday, August 22nd at 8 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast, we are headed back into the dungeon for Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game, starring Justin as Miley, Jared as Lita, Sam as Regdar, and Eric as Joseph. They will go in and they will see if they can complete Adventure 4 and save the Sheriff of Holbrook. Join us then to see what happens in the dungeon. Wow. That worked out really well. Wow. Guys, I don't know if you understand this. We did not at all plan that. I was I, I was, was like, for some, I was sitting. My God, you could not. In radio, we call that hitting the post. You fucking nailed the post. I don't get that. In football, that's called you You didn't get the field goal, you know? <laughs> Off the post. Guys, he hit the post. Etoy says, I don't believe that. It really wasn't, man. I know. A hand to God. Doug didn't even know I had theme music for that. Today. No. I was like, oh. okay, cool. We got this. That sounds. This sounds interesting. Let's do this. And that's how much knowledge, useless knowledge, I keep in my brain instead of really important things. <laughs> I got all those characters just locked in there and ready to go. I was like, oh, Fun God. Fun fact, Doug does not know his daughter's birthday, uh -uh. but. I know that she was born. Right. Because she exists. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your day job is, Doug, quit it and just do voiceover work. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind doing that. I mean, well, we're you gonna do have, have a, blast a very good voice. Thank you, Jared. Thank you very much. I, I remember appreciate you jumped on that. To, uh, <laughs> you jumped on with my friends group when we were playing Among Us, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, whose voice is that?" One of the girls is like, "Just I need his number," and I was like, "He's uh, several thousand kilometers away." First of all, he's, he's in like, America, I'm and I'm sorry about that. So <laughs> <laughs> he's in America. He's married. He has a baby. Well, not a baby, a four-year-old. Four? Four and a half, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And your friend went, yes. 
It doesn't put me off none. <laughs> Give me his number. No, I mean, she's she's got four kids, so yeah. Always wanted a fifth. She's you still. I'll have a yeah. roof. We'll get into it. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get to the butt in a second. Yeah, we'll get, to the, we'll get yeah. the butt whenever we get to it. It's all good, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Etoy wants to know, Jared, is our American accent sexy? Some of them. Okay. <laughs> Which ones are sexy to you? Doug and I are going to go ahead and do a bunch of accents right now. You tell us yay okay. or nay if they're right. sexy. Doug? Okay. Well, hello there, Jared. It's mighty hot over here in Georgia, and I just have to say, nah. it would just do me wonders if you could just come over here and sip on this iced tea. No, that sounds like a grandma. Like this. You well, sound like an old lady doing it. Grandmas need some love too there, Jared. Sometimes a little lick goes a long way. That's a no? That's a hard pass? That's a no. That surprises me. <laughs> okay, let me try this. Let me try this. Hello Wait, there. that's a sexy accent no, Hold you? on, hold on, hold on. Hello there, Daddy. Would you like to come on over to my house? How's that? Is that better? Is that sexy? Saying you Daddy doing... doesn't make it better. It makes it worse. <laughs> Be on me, Daddy. Are you... Were you doing Hannibal Lecter? Is that what that was? I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that was. You know what? Here's 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 the part of this. I don't either. Okay. I don't know what that was either. Etoy goes, maybe don't quit your day. <laughs> hey, dog, just as long as I'm doing dog. this voice, or I do, hey man, how's it going? You uh you want to go down the creek and fuck some shit up? Okay, woo! I got that one down pretty well, because I grew up with that. Thank you, Water Speed. So this weekend, we're gonna be hitting the dungeon. <laughs> um no, I'm excited for this weekend, man. I think it's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. We get to finish. Are our... we finally gonna level up? <laughs> if Can we there don't be a guarantee? Die. Hey, if you guys, you know, there's there's a strong possibility if you guys get through this, you could level up. So, which is pretty exciting. I'm Look, I'm, I'm excited for Justin to die again. I am too. Who we'll bring you back? Here's the thing. <laughs> this is this is making me more comfortable with death in my real life. <laughs> So I'm glad. I'm very yeah. glad. It's like so. therapy, exposure therapy. Exactly. You get it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Etoy, you wore my heart. He says sometimes after watching live on Twitch, I still download uh, the episode on podcast so I can hear the commercials. <laughs> Aw. Yay, someone listens to the commercials. <laughs> They're good, man. I'm I download you. it to listen to the bits I miss while I'm actually working. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm super excited. We're going to have fun this Saturday, yeah. 8 p.m. Come check that out. We're going to have a silly old time. You guys got restocked on potions, so I have no doubt you will survive whatever comes your way. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. So let's turn our attention back to Jared. Jared, let's. You, you, you used to work at a casino, and I have for a long time really wanted to hear some great casino stories out of you. I want to know, you know, uh, did you visit any casinos while you were over in the United States? No. Okay. Let's go back. Can you compare the two? But I imagine there's I probably know. a lot of similarities. So one one it, has it'd more be different for ours. Okay. Yeah, because ours is it's the only one in the state um, over here, so it's a big casino. Okay. It is a resort casino. We had. I want to say 200 tables. Wow. Okay. So whereas a normal casino, like I've been to ones in England, um, 
Singapore, other places. Um, even the big ones have like at most like 50 tables. So we're a huge casino. That's massive. Um, yeah. And ours was open uh, 24 hours a day, 363 days of the year. Oh, you fucking lazy asses. Couldn't get yeah, the other two, closed, huh? Closed for Christmas Day, Anzac Day, and Good Friday. That sounds like three, so it looks like you're open to 362 they, days they, a year. They weren't. They were only closed for half a day on uh, Good Friday and Anzac Day. But yeah, it was uh, interesting. I actually had a dream that I was back there last night. Was it a good dream a or a bad didn't dream? Exist. That was a bad dream. It's one of those stress work dreams where you like don't know what you're doing. You're wearing the wrong clothes. Nothing goes right. Yeah, you're dealing out just uh, jackpots to everybody. Your boss is like, what are you doing? You're like, these are just the cards I'm getting, man. These are the cards I've been dealt. <laughs> I was just throwing out cards and they were blank and they had magnetic strips on that made no sense. <laughs> it was weird. What, uh, what was the... Did you work a specific table or were you... like? What was your position there? Uh, well, I was a croupier and I dealt blackjack, baccarat, um, Ooh, a bunch of minor games. Uh, my favorite game to deal though was the money wheel, which was literally just like the big wheel that you spin. Okay. So much fun. Uh, and there was two versions of that. So there was one that was actually at a table and you dealing out chips to players and the other one was an electronic version. So everyone's in like a big circle around you and you spin it and they're just doing it, all their stuff themselves. Okay. So you have a lot of downtime. So you spin the wheel and go over and chat to people. If there was attractive girls playing it, you'd go and chat to them and help them out and be like, oh, well, if you pick these ones, you're more <laughs> likely to, you know, win. Don't, don't keep betting on the 50 to 1 odds. Bet on the lower odds and build up to it. Um. But yeah, that that was my my most fun one because I got a microphone as well. Oh, now we're talking, ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. The wheel of money is on the way. Like that'd be so much fun. That's it. That's it. And like ours was a a fruit design, so it was like (laughs) bananas, cherries, oranges, and they're all like related to different things. Um. So you could, you could just have some fun with it. And it's like, you know, the bananas would come up and you're like, everyone loves bananas, three to one, woo! And you're like, try and like get these people really excited for $3. Yeah, right. Like, but if you like, you know, just, just throwing that bit of humor in, uh, made it fun. Uh, Sally um, says, Australian casinos, I imagine, have many boomerang-based games of chance. Can you, true uh, or false? True or false. I don't. I don't think there was uh, any Australian themed ones. There was one crocodile themed one. <gasps> Perfect. Nice. Um, more. <laughs> this is no, I don't really to our American brains. <laughs> I mean, it's just an alligator, but better. <laughs> Shots fired at the crocodile you heard community. You here first. It's just an alligator, but better. You know how you can tell a crocodile is better is because its eyes are further apart, whereas like an alligator looks like a, one of those idiots with its eyes like too close together. I mean, I don't I was, stare at them regularly, so I really couldn't, couldn't tell it. But I'm glad that, 
you know, probably I'm, you see Frank the, uh, the you know the crocodile every day on the way to work. You're like, what's up, Frank? He's just like, <laughs> and you get to see him every day. I imagine that's what life I'm, is like in Australia. I'm glad <laughs> that you said that, though, Jerry, because I've been feeling that way for a long time, and I was worried I was the only one that felt that way. Yeah. So thank you, first off. Yeah. Um, Water Speech asked a question that I think everyone really wants to know is, did you ever sit at a table and just watch someone throw their entire life away? Oh, um, yeah. You, you saw people that were like so sure they were going to win something mm-hmm. and just put, you know, like $500 down, gone. $500 down, gone. $500 down, gone. Oh, and you just see it like click over in their head. You're like, they're like, no, surely I have to win eventually. Eventually. Right. That's not how the odds work. That's yeah. not like you have to go in there prepared to lose. Yes. Yeah. And like, I enjoy a good gamble, but like I will take a hundred dollars at most. Yeah. And I'll take I will 20. make it last me. Yeah. I it's... hit the penny slots and I drink. That's it. You guys have penny slots. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're America, you man. Cheapos. We do it. We trash it up. <laughs> we are so trashy. Mm-hmm. That's I think our lowest one is five cents, but it it doesn't get you much. No, no. Well, the, don't get me wrong. The penny slots, you're not getting rich. You'd be surprised. Much. The penny <laughs> slots are better than the nickel slots. Can you believe that? Yeah. Enjoy that math. <laughs> Which one's the nickel? Uh, That's the, the five cent. cent. Yeah, the five okay. cent yep. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I'm always kind of curious about with that is that I, you see. Like in the uh, on like the Reddit channel, there's the the fight porn Reddit where you see people like in casinos have a disagreement and they just fucking go at each other. What is the craziest thing that you've like? Did you ever see any knocked on drag out fights? Did you ever see any? I mean, like, what's the craziest thing that you saw that you're like, well, no one's gonna believe that. Um, all right. So there was one one time. Uh... I was spare. So like once they start closing tables at the end of the night, you just kind of spare, you go around, you're picking up glasses and stuff. And so we're waiting in the pit. So that's the eight, eight blackjack tables together. And they're basically four back to back. And you've got the bit in the middle where all the management is and the dealers walk behind. There's a bunch of us waiting in there. And on one of the tables, this guy is arguing with another guy that, you know, because players on blackjack think that the other players are affecting them too much and they get a bit upset about that. Sure. So these two guys are arguing back and forth. And then one of the players on the table opposite, on the other side of the pit, yells out for that guy to just shut the fuck up because it's 2 o'clock in the morning and he's had enough of his shit. (laughs) And that guy tries to go over through the pit and there's like ropes between the tables. He's tried to go on through. And the pit boss has gone over and been like, mate, you can't come through here. And this guy's just punched him in the face. We've all seen it. And we're just like, shit. And I was, I'd been there for like two months at that point. And I was like. <laughs> and then so the, the guy he was arguing with at the first table grabbed the guy that threw the punch, throws him onto the floor to like hold him down. Security's run in, seen that guy throw another guy onto the floor, Uh-oh. thought he was the guy that was bad, <laughs> grabbed him and thrown him on the floor. And then we're all like, no, it's that guy's the problem. Like, the one on the. 
floor already. And so security's like grabbed him and dragged him off and then like helped the other guy up and be like, oh, do you need a drink? Like, we'll get you a complimentary drink. Like, we're really sorry that happened. Meanwhile, the pit boss is standing there with a black eye and he's just like, like trying to do his job and everyone's like, go see the medic. Like, and he's like, no, it's fine. Cause he's got like, you know, he's a big tough guy in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, doesn't want to look, you know, less in front of everyone. And it's like, dude, she got punched in the face. Like, <laughs> go, go get an ice pack. That's amazing. But yeah, that, there was oh, so many fights. Um, oh, God. I once got to uh, just sit on my table and do nothing because security dragged a guy out of uh, the bar uh, with blood all over his face. So this guy's bald on top, but there is it looks like he has hair made of blood. It's just dripping <laughs> all over down his face. Oh, my face. God. And they've just been like, oh, here's an empty table. Parked him down to wait for the medics to come over. So I'm just there. I can't deal, right? And the pit boss is like, no, you just sit there. So for an hour, I sat there while they're, like, trying to clean this guy up and patch him. And then they try to, like, stand him up, and he can't stand. So they're like, oh, we'll have to wait until we get get you a wheelchair. And so I just sat there, like, in silence, just watching this guy bleeding. It was <laughs> That's very the fun. most awkward. Doug, how would you have handled that? Because I can't imagine you would. That would have been the most awkward interaction, I feel like, for you. Just standing there as this guy bled at a table. And not being able to deal at all. Like, the table's yeah. dead at that point. So yeah. you're just having to go, like, so how's your night? Yeah. Just being like, I just would have been, like, practicing sleight of hand. Right. Like, and it never would work. I'd just be like, ha Didn't work, you know? That's the like, guy to practice on because he can't see. Exactly. Like, watch this. Yeah. Distraction. Go. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, yeah, that would be pretty awkward just watching. I mean, I've had plenty of those moments in the hotel, you know. Someone's oh, like sure down in the yeah. lobby and just staring at him. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm pretending to do work right now because I don't want to look at you. Um, so yeah. we got, we got, uh, at no Reno has says, hey, Jared, go fuck yourself. So <gasps> with all the love, God, you know, <laughs> yeah, look, he sent a little love, huh? Little, he, he did him with all the love in his heart. And yeah. Itoy really wants to know, uh, did you ever have to watch, you know, for Rain Man and people counting cards? Is it true casinos have a policy about people who employ those methods? Uh, counting cards wasn't a big issue for us because we used uh, automatic shufflers. So card counting can happen with a shoe. We've got eight decks of cards in a shoe. And they're coming out, but it's still only giving you a slight advantage. Mm -hmm. And you know those movies that say, "Oh, card counting," they know exactly what's coming. It's not. It's uh, the basic idea is knowing that the next card is more likely to be a high card or a low card, mm -hmm. and then it it doesn't give you that much of an advantage. So I that's disagree. Not, the kind I, of cheating I, that we will see. Look, man, I look if I believe most of what I learn from films and I I have to disagree with you. Card counting is an why, exact why science. Films lie. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. If you got a good card counter, they can know like seven of spades coming out next. They'll know exactly what it is. They win every time. 
this is giving me PTSD of being stuck on the table with people that think they can card count. Oh, nice. And telling me that oh, they no. will boast about it. People that think they can. And then you just watch them lose and lose and lose. And you're like, are you sure you have a special trick here? Because, like. <laughs> Do you the, need a pad the... of paper to write it down? <laughs> um, card counting doesn't give you an advantage over there's like a an actual way to play blackjack there's an actual technique and the the difference between it is like 0.01% if you're like card counting no shit it's it's just a matter of whether you know to hit on 16 against an ace or two like those kind of things like yeah it's i just, i always i was always under the assumption that card counting gave you a massive i legitimately was under the assumption that it gave you a massive uh uh, leg up on everything, everyone else. I had no idea. No, no, it's uh, just mildly better, but it only works if you're using a shoot, which is a manual right shuffle shoe. Um, and we only use those if the machines were completely broken. Gotcha. But then you're throwing eight decks of cards in there, and if you're under the assumption that someone is card counting. What you do is, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's like a, a, a black card that goes in the middle to tell you when to stop dealing from that shoe because yeah. you're about to run out of cards. Yeah. You would put that in the middle instead of at the back where you meant to. So you would, by the time they've counted, and gotten it's already rhythm. run out yeah. of. Yeah. That's fantastic. Just fuck those guys. Um, but yeah, that hardly ever happened. Yeah. And, it's just, it's unfortunately a Hollywood lie. It is really cool to think it can happen, but <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's honestly all luck. I yeah. legitimately was, at one point I was like, okay, I feel like it can't be that hard. And I was like, I might try to learn. And then I realized like how much math was involved and quickly abandoned that idea. Yeah. Because it is such a romantic notion. You're like, you're going to go in and you can all I all I have to do is remember like pluses and minuses. And then I was like, I don't do pluses and minuses. <laughs> what's, what's the matter with you? You know that about yourself. Hey, what's the matter with you? Oh. You piece of shit. Um, real quick. Uh, watch me. Watch the nose. Did you ever have to take uh cheater out back and break his or her hands? <laughs> no. Uh, how, how Robert De Niro did you get? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my job. I wasn't in security. Um, Wait, so did that but, happen? Uh, <laughs> He's not denying I don't, it. I don't, I don't think they assault people. That um, you know they, of. They, they, they He's not saying yes or no. <laughs> did you ever do it? Did it happen, I Jared? I personally did it. Did right. you bury him out in the, um, the sands of the Australian desert with all the dingoes <laughs> and the wombats <laughs> and the echidnas and the dreaded emus? Doug, I love knowing that you know all that from Wombat Stew. Thank you. I know. I read that to Natalie. It's so good. I was like, what else is in there? <laughs> I got to send you possum magic so you learn some new animals. <laughs> In case you guys don't know, last time Jared visited, he gave me a book to read to Natalie, and Natalie loves it. It's called Wombat Stew, and it is phenomenal. All these different creatures from the Australian outback try to make sure that uh, this wombat doesn't get eaten. They try to trick, trick the dingo, you know, putting all sorts of stuff in it. Oh, it's great. You know, he gets the 
the over by the billabong, you know? He's got his little little thing going for the wombat. It's great. I killed the it episode. It sounds it. So, anyway, um, did you guys know that Shark Week's a thing? <gasps> huh? Yeah, we're going to need a bigger yeah. boat because Shark Week has been going on for 32 fucking years. <laughs> First off, that's insane. I mean, that's almost as old as, as I am. And uh, that means it started when I was five years old. So it's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy, bruh. Like, that's insane. Uh, Jared. That started three years before I was born. Look at that. You're such a young pup. God bless you. Mm. God bless you, Sonny. Um, what uh so jared uh you what do you think about shark week you into it huh you watch it do do australians get as into it as americans do because we're fucking stupid rabbit over this thing we don't because it's on uh foxtel which is our cable which is rupert murdoch's company um Ah. and i i don't think i know anyone that has foxtel anymore um but, <laughs> that makes me happy on a weird reason that's i mean i'm sure people do i think my parents have it because it comes free with their uh internet connection okay um but everyone watches netflix now so no but nobody's watching shark week on discovery yeah um so yeah i, I didn't even really know shark week was a thing except for mythbusters would do episodes Yes. Every year because we, we we didn't have Mythbusters on Discovery. It was on one of our other channels. You like had your now. own Mythbusters? What were they like? Did no, they we had to... your Mythbusters, but oh. they were on a different channel. They were they were on Discovery, but they were also on free to air TV. Gotcha. So was it dubbed over for you? Like when you watched it? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. no, we can understand your accents. Oh, you just okay. can't understand ours. Gotcha. I didn't know if they just had someone else just do it a little bit differently or anything like that. <laughs> Um, no. I, <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Grant Amahara. Thanks, Etoy, for bringing yeah, I was, that up. I was, I was gonna say that too. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he really did. Honestly, I used to fucking love MythBusters. Me too. I never got into Shark Week though until I hit college, and I found weed. <laughs> then Shark Week. <laughs> Shark Week got real intense. Then Shark Week got real crazy. Um, no, there was like a, there was a, a brief period where every year we were like, oh, this is going to be really fucking cool. And then it ran its course real quick. Yeah. Because that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but do you not remember seeing previews for the same documentaries and shows over and over and over and over again? I feel like there was a stretch where they never produced anything new. I just feel like there was, I, I just got to the point where I'm like, how, how can you keep doing this like every year? Like how right. much more can we have about sharks? Like, right. Can't be that much, you know, like, check out this guy. He swims in a different direction than everyone else. It's like, okay, that's cool. I guess, you know, this guy it's seems to have a taste for children. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like what kind of stuff they, they talk about on there. So. Once you go over like most of the different varieties of sharks, yeah. then I can't imagine there's, you know, yeah. I can't imagine there's much more to discuss. Yeah, I'm with Jared that I specifically remember there was where they would de- uh, debunk Jaws myths, you know, and they tried to see if they could get an oxygen mm. tank to explode or see how if a 
a great white shark of that size from the movie could actually submerge with three barrels attached to it. Like what, what, what it would take. And I thought that was pretty interesting because I love the movie Jaws. So even though it ruined my childhood, <laughs> still love the movie. <laughs> Every now and again, when I'm scrolling through the movies, Nally goes, that's a shark. I'm like, and you are not watching that until you're older. Cause I don't want you to go through the same shit I did. <laughs> you already like swimming lessons. Let's not ruin it. So <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was uh, young, I grew up in a beach town and similar to the one in Jaws. Um, <clears throat> so thankfully, I, I'd, I'd watched it when I was really young, but I didn't really remember it until I was older. Um, but we would do swimming lessons at the beach. And it'd go for like two weeks at the beginning of the year. And I think two or three days out of that two weeks would have to be canceled because there'd be a shark sighting. Seriously? You'd be literally in the water and then all of a sudden like the whistles just start blowing and you've got to like swim in, get to shore and they do the head count, make sure everyone's in. <laughs> and then we, we sit there and just watch a fin go past. Sorry, let me do that at the bottom of the screen. Watch a fin. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, well, back on the bus. We don't have time to go back in the water. And then it wasn't until years later when I watched Jaws when I could actually comprehend it. And I was like, man, no wonder everyone else shat themselves. Like, (laughs) like we only had little sharks, but like in everyone else's head, it was probably the shark from Jaws. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with the teachers going, well, we don't have time to get back in the water. I would say (laughs) immediately once that fin makes its way by at that point, we're not going in the water for the next week. Like there's like, we're, we're good. How terrifying was it to hear those whistles go off? Um, I mean, not that terrifying because we'd also have like the drills all the time. So like you kind of just used to hearing it and like getting out of the water. Um, so yeah, it's not like they were standing there yelling out shark, shark. It was, you know, there's a shark in the water. <laughs> it's like this Boston at first and I loved it. <laughs> hey, Paul, there's a shark. Watch hey, out for the shark. <laughs> Someone, there's a fucking fin in the water. Holy fuck, look at the size of that fin. Oh, my God, he's got gills and everything. Oh, my God, he's got Bobby. Um, <laughs> all right, one, two, three. Ah, fuck. Where's the fourth and fifth one? Well, fuck him. <laughs> there goes now, we'll, just say we, we'll just say we came out with three. Um. Yeah, I get. I guess I would uh, just assume that us again. This is how Americans view Australians. Is in my mind, I'm like, yeah, shark drills. That makes sense. <laughs> like, I just feel like Australia is surrounded by great whites. And then, like, in, in Jared's perpetually defense, just circling. In Jared's defense, he's like, uh, we don't ever have to do, uh, you know, school shooting drills. But that's right. like every day in America. But but based off of what you're saying, it sounds like. <laughs> You guys have like nurse sharks, like smaller ones that are just like fine. Yeah, they'll bite you. They're not going to eat you, but they'll like bite Arr. just to see what you taste like. Right. They'll bite it and they'll be like, nah, it tastes like shit. Yeah. And just swim away. And the worst and part is, like, once they get, they swim all the way in because they don't want to get bit by the sharks. They get on the, on the, on the beach and then they got to deal with spiders and snakes and so it's yeah. like all the time, and they're just and emus, the worst of all, are just sitting there waiting on the ridge, their yeah. heads peeking over as they're like, soon we will attack again and take back our land. And then they just sort of like dip below, watching. 
waiting, listening. But it does it does sound like you guys don't have the uh the the, the shark infestations that we as Americans think you guys have. Yeah. I mean, there's a great is barrier that- reef. If, if I've learned anything, it's like that is that's the shark's den right there. Don't fuck around with great whites over there. Is that accurate or not? I don't know if you're being serious. Jared, I, I, is that real? I don't, know. I don't know. Tell me things, Jared. <laughs> uh, no, Etoy brings up a good point, too, though. He goes, actually, Shark Week these days is more of an awareness thing, like how sharks are way over poached, how they're not monsters of the Hollywood has portrayed them to be. Uh, some crazy percentage of crab meat and sushi comes from sharks, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, I, it was only in the last couple of years that I really started to learn about like how misrepresented sharks actually are. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's only like two shark deaths a year in Australia. And like considering how much we are on the coast, yeah. like every major city is on the coast. Um yeah, it's surprising because we have such a big surf uh, lifestyle, swimming. Um, like, I would say I don't get out in the ocean and swim all that much, but I'm still out there, like, you know, five to ten times a year. And I'd be like, nah, I'm not much of an ocean swimmer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it, there's, there's always always that threat of of something, but, like, really it's not it's not as scary as Jaws makes it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like anytime you go in the water period, you're going into another, you're going into another whole, another world of which you're not from. So, you know, there's, it's not even sharks. It's, there's so many things that you just got to be on the lookout for. I think I remember Bill Burr, like doing a bit about why he doesn't like going in the ocean. He's like, look, (laughs) If you have to wear an apparatus to go into that world because you can't breathe it, you don't belong in it. And I was like, that makes sense to me. That's yes. He's like, yeah, you don't, we don't belong in the ocean. Like, (laughs) couldn't agree more, Bill. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we have uh, smaller things to worry about than sharks. A shark you can almost always spot. Not always, but, you know, they're, big visible looming presences um it's more like blue bottles and blue ring octopus um what are blue bottles blue bottles are they're they're like a little jellyfish but their sting is like way worse yeah um and yeah it just puts you in incredible pain and you know um but a blue ring octopus will kill you Really? Really? What do they do? It's an actual venomous. Uh, it's venom. It's got a venom that will take you out. I've also and heard that, like, with one of their this big. Got, I was gonna say, yeah, they're this big. I've I've also heard with the tentacles, they've also got a compartment underneath where not only do they keep their ink, but they also have a blade that they pull out to stab you in the carotid artery. They've learned the weak points, so not only do they like kind of like. Venomous, but then the guy go steal seal the deal. Mm-hmm. It's true. That was on Shark Week. Every 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 animal in Australia carries a knife. No, they carry a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. It's what I said. A knife. I uh, if you had told me that outside of this podcast, I probably would have believed it. That every animal in Australia carries a knife. I'm not gonna lie. That's why they have pouches. 
For the knives. Exactly. Right? This blue ring octopus <laughs> is stunningly beautiful, and that makes it that much more that, frightening. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, so you know how you have like the aquarium at uh, in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think I went. I should have gone. Uh, next next time, time. In seven years when the borders are open. <laughs> uh, but we have. We have Aqua, which is the aquarium of Western Australia. So A Q W A, yeah. best name. Nice. Um, and yeah, there's like all these venomous animals in there, and you're like, oh, I want to touch it. It's so pretty looking. <laughs> like they're just, it's like instant death. But you're like, yeah, but like those blue rings. <laughs> but how they're pretty. adorable. How pretty. Yeah. yeah see. At least how things good. are beautiful when they kill you. That's true. What is that about? Uh, Itoy says, at the risk of being insensitive, are stingrays deadly and common in Australia? How dare you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this, this, this podcast just got <laughs> shut down. That's it. How dare you? Um, look, the fact that Steve Irwin died from one was the first time I'd ever heard that that was possible. Um... I'm sorry if you hear me tearing up a little. <laughs> um, look, you guys remember where you were when 9-11 happened. I remember where I was when I found out Steve Irwin died. And oh, like, wow. That should be a joke, but it's not. I thought I it was a joke. On the Oval. I'm still laughing, though, because of the, the way Oval you delivered it. I was in high school, yeah. and I remember someone came out and was like, Steve Irwin died. I was like, no, he didn't. And they're like, he got, stung by, he got stabbed by a stingray. And I was like, you're lying. And then we all went into class, and the teacher was like, "Guys, Steve Irwin died." It was a, it was a moment. It yeah. was. I'll be goddamn. And it sounds like that should be a joke, but it it was a moment. Like, um, yeah, that was crazy. I remember when that happened. I was really bummed out. Yeah, I was really bummed out because I like I remember watching him a lot and all that sort of stuff, and just the idea that he put himself in so many. I shouldn't say he put himself in crazy situations because he he was comfortable with where he was. He knew what he was doing. Right. He he knew the animals and stuff like that. Um, but just to have that happen, I think it was so unexpected, even for him. Obviously, to be like, I'm well, just following this guy, of- and it was like, you know, fuck you, and you know. Yeah, I feel like it was one of those things very similar to like the uh, like when Kobe or when anyone like all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? No, like, no, he was just on doing the late night circuit. He can't. What? No. You know, mm. and it's, it's really hard to wrap your head around. And especially if he's someone like one of your countrymen, like you're like, oh, no, this guy really represented our our culture from down here. You know, like he was a he was one of the biggest spokespeople for Australia. Yeah. And for conservation in general. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just that kind of thing. Um, yeah. No, it was intense. But like, yeah. at least you can see his family you know, keeping that legacy going and onwards. Um, his son, Bob, has become like a nature photographer and just takes amazing photos. His um, kids are both fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, so Bind- Bindi became a TV star. Yeah. Um, and now she's married and is about to have her first kid. So, um, I'm putting my bet down now. If it's a boy, it's going to be named Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost no doubt that it yeah. would be. Yeah. Like, for sure. um, um, but yeah, like they're doing great things. And that's, 
you know, that positive representation of Australia that we want is that we've got all these deadly animals, but we do love them. They're, you know, we're not dicks going out and, you know, all and getting rid of things just because they might kill us first. So, right. That's fair. I yeah. respect that. I do like how this episode has just become us quizzing Jared about Australia. <laughs> I mean, that was the last time I was on, too. So, it's fine. yeah. We need to. Yes, laddie. The the Owens are like the Australian family. <laughs> and speaking of you know conserving things and keeping you know everything where it should be, Epic is suing Apple. I don't know how to feel. Uh, if you all aren't aware of this story, uh, Epic Games, the uh, video game publisher of uh, games like Fortnite. And other things. Yeah. All the all the tweens are dancing right now. That's right. That's what they're doing. Hey, they, you gotta do awesome. Fortnite dancing. Yeah. Um Yeah, so apparently Epic Games, you know, they're also known for the Unreal game engine as well. Um they uh released an update to Fortnite through the App Store and Apple, and within it they offered a twenty percent uh coupon for their in-game currency if you bought directly through Epic Games and not through the Apple Store, in which Apple immediately slammed them with a... Uh, suspended the ability to download the game and hit them with basically a warning that said, you better take this out in two weeks or we're going to take the game out. And Epic immediately sued them, um, stating that they don't... I think if I can summarize this correctly, it's basically like Epic doesn't like the fact that Apple takes 30% out of everything from their store. And also Google did the same thing and -hmm. took them off of the uh, Google Play store. Well, Google and Apple have the same commission rate. Yeah, 30%. They both take 30%. So, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that they're coming after Apple so hard because of that. It was funny because in the article that I read too, in addition, it was that I don't think Epic expected Google. (laughs) Like they were so planned for Apple. They had, they had like a whole like uh, commercial made to make fun of their 1984 big brother uh, commercial. And um, they, uh, but when Google did it, they basically just put out a statement that was like, "Uh, this is not currently available on uh, Google. Uh, App Store, uh, stay tuned for more details. I think they were kind of right. like, uh, but with Apple, they made a big flourish. Yeah. Like, hey, these guys, and, and you know, and, be, and if they do take that, you know, for, you know, they take Epic off of there and the Unreal game engine is not available because it's kind of like a shared resource for developers. It's, a, it's an open source. Yeah, you can get, you can download the, I think uh, Unreal Engine 5 is is out now and, mm-hmm. and you can download it off GitHub. Yeah. You, can, you can get it and you can develop like, at will. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I find it interesting because I'm typically someone who likes he likes <clears throat> people and organizations that buck the trend, you know, that they kind of like sort of thumb their nose at the established order of gatekeepers and whatnot. Um, but in this situation, I'm kind of more leaning on the side of Apple because I think you could argue there's a case we made that maybe Apple owns such a large portion of the marketplace that it's hard to compete with them. Uh, I think one person was quoted in the, in the article saying that if you release a game and for for an app and it's not on uh, Apple, uh, it's basically invisible. Right. So it's hard to compete with that. But in the same vein, I'm like, look, man, if you want to use this service, 
you got to pay the toll, man. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's like, what it comes down to. It, like, you're, you're, it's not like the terms changed all of a sudden. It's not like Apple launched the App Store and said it's free. Nope, 30%. Like, this has been as well-established for a long time. And sure, 30% is a lot, <clears throat> as says Water Speech. But at the same time, them's the... You know, Google's doing the same thing. Like that's that is what it is. That's if you want to play the game, that's the cost. And I'd also so, say that it's no different than again, probably not the best comparison for like a hero here, but also you know Walmart, right? You want the distribution network. You, I mean, they have the leverage in that regard. And yeah. and I'd say you know, Epic is taking some interesting strategies as they have these one day sales. Or I wouldn't call them a sale. It's just free games. Get a game for free and. I think they're trying to draw people to their platform, but sure. you could say it's unfair and I don't know, but, but, but I guess what do you bring to the table to get Apple to negotiate otherwise, you know, like what can right. you bring you know, and maybe this is a negotiation tactic, right? Like they're saying they're flexing. They're yeah. saying, Hey, you, you do this. Like they, it's like, yeah, we're going to say, fuck you. We're going to, we're going to put this in here. We know you're going to flag us for it. And then it'll allow us to have a conversation. We're going to take the unreal gaming engine with us. It's just going to script a whole other thing. So maybe you won't even have a marketplace in general until you listen to us. Um, but my it's initial a reaction, it's it, a giant it, game of chicken. My initial reaction to it is just like, Hey man, uh, you signed this agreement. You know what it is. Right. 30% is a lot, but at the same time, you now have the network of people. And I'd also argue, which I think Apple did too. Epic games and Fortnite wouldn't be where they were without Apple. Like no. Apple gave them the platform to be seen. And while they are making a lot of money now and they're probably upset with how much they have to give away, I would be too, right? Mm-hmm. If this podcast exploded and for some reason all of a sudden, you know, we were happy to pay 30% of nothing. Right, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, all of a sudden we're paying 30% of a couple billion dollars. Yeah, we'd be like, fuck, yeah. man, if only we had our own thing. that that help right. us do X, Y, and Z. It'd be a bigger difference. Sure. Um, but at the same time, I mean, th- that platform is what it is. And I hate saying this, but it's like, uh, find your own stream, you know, <laughs> create yeah. your own thing. Like if that's going to be the case to compete, but if you don't like it, then tough titties, as I think it says in Proverbs. Where do you sit with this, Jared? I mean, I was kind of leaning on Epic side until Doug went on his rant. <clears throat> <laughs> Yay. I think- I think I was almost convinced. Um, I don't know. It's hard because Epic's not even like a little indie exactly. gaming thing. It's, you know, if it was a little guy and they were like, hey, we we need Apple to help us, but also we can't lose that 30% or we won't have anything, then I could see the argument. But, like, Epic made so much money that they didn't even bother finishing their other game so like fortnite started off as a player versus environment game and then they bought out the battle royale everyone flocked to that i flocked to that i played that for a couple months and i was like oh i'll check out the player versus environment once that's out of the beta and then they just never finished it because they're like ah oh, we, we're just making money off of uh the battle royale they had concerts on it like you had to be in the there for an event. Like they've cross over, crossed over with like Marvel and Star Wars. They're not the little guy. Yeah. Right. They're 
a big empire going against another big empire. So it's hard to pick where the underdog is there. Yeah. Which is normally the easiest way to find whose side you're on. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to that kind of negotiation thing. Um, yeah, I really don't know. Waterspeed says the little guys have to pay 30% also. Again, that sucks, but I'd say, oh, because it's, it, and this may be flawed logic, right? Maybe this is like trickle down economics and the idea of you, by using their platform and taking that 30% cut, you have access to potentially generating more sales than you would have if you didn't do that. But it's always that dilemma, right? Of, do you have your own thing and own it entirely, get fewer sales, but keep all of the revenue from it versus do you sacrifice some of that to get more exposure and potentially mm -hmm. grow? I don't know. Like, I think right. I would say I would argue that Epic benefited from that as well as a lot of other games have benefited from that. And, um, you know, it's probably tough starting out too, right? If you're trying to develop this thing and put it out there and then you got to sacrifice 30%, you know, to, to of any sort of piece of revenue you get from in-game purchases and stuff like that. I honestly, I feel really guilty for saying this, but I'm like, that's the game that exists right now. And yeah. it's, it's like well, saying, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's making the argument of like, well, the law says it's illegal. So it's like, yeah, but what about the moral part of it? Right? Like it's, it's yeah. not as simple as that. So I, I think, and maybe times have changed, right? Where, 30% is kind of ridiculous, you know, for most for most developers and most games where it's like, hey, maybe that does need to come down, you know, to some degree. I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. Well, I think the other thing that uh, just for uh, Epic Games is uh, as a company has a $17.3 billion equity valuation. So they're doing all right. Yeah. Like, we'll just let's just throw that out there. Yeah. They're doing all right. Yeah. But like, what's Apple and Google's valuation? Does it matter? At least 18 billion. Right. Oh no, far higher. No, it's at least eighteen billion. It is at least eighteen, but far higher. <laughs> um <laughs> But what's thirty percent of seventeen billion though that they have to give away? Yeah, yeah. but they're not giving away thirty percent of seventeen billion. They're giving away thirty percent of a small portion of that. Seventeen yeah, billion two is different the companies. Entire... Seventeen billion is after the thirty percent. That's after the right. Apple tax. Absolutely. That's, That's it. So true. what could they have? Yeah, right? <laughs> but, like, they've got Unreal Engine, Epic Game Stores, Unreal Series, Games of War Series, and Fortnite. Those are the, the large products that they own. So all of those things together are uh, netting out to $17.3 But, I mean, if we're talking about Fortnite, which is really, like, that's the one thing that they're having the issue with. 30% of whatever that one thing pulls in. Like they're making so much money off the Unreal Engine right now. And I didn't realize the Unreal Engine was being used in uh, uh, movies to generate the new. Right. So a lot of movies now are doing where they've got the uh, LED panels uh, or the LED screens around a set and they're actually generating the background. So actors have something real to act in front of instead of just doing a green screen. That can also help with uh, uh, getting. Um, VFX done quicker, helping with editing more in real time. Um, you can compose shots instead of having to do it all in post. So like that going into the movie industry, Epic Games is, is they own that. They are mm -hmm. standing to make a fucking fortune off that. So yeah. I just have a really hard time. 
I don't know. I have a really hard time feeling sorry for them. Like I understand they want more money, but mm-hmm. they're branching out into other things. Like I, Apple didn't change the terms on them. I think that's Apple didn't change it. Google didn't change it. They are Goliaths. And typically I'm, I'm not a fan of Goliaths, but at this, at, at the end of the day, like, they agreed to have their game on this. Just Maybe they're just doing it for the little guy. Maybe they're like, we're fighting the battles for those who can't oh, fight for themselves. altruistic. I yeah, got it. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what Water Speech said. Epic yeah. can afford to fight this fight, which is admirable. Yeah. And if you look at it that way, sure. Sure. But I don't know if, I don't know if it is just them doing it for everyone else or if it's like, yeah, we can say we're doing it for other gamers for other games but also it saves us more money and then you know we can be in the 20 billion dollar equity range. hey there's nothing wrong with uh having wins on two fronts here you know what i'm saying like you can win in two two areas and it's too it's cool they could they can have a, a personal interest and also be thinking and also this can help out other people you know but not mutually exclusive these aren't absolutes guys right only no the one's Sith a Sith here dealing absolutes i made a joke like that the other day at work and only one person got that reference. Oh, I was that like, bums me out. Yeah. That person was Bailey, and she appreciated it. That makes like, sense, too. That tracks. That does track. Yeah. That does track. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I'll be curious to see how this all plays out. I don't. Because um, there's a time block. You know, there's a time on this. Like, they have until August is, yeah. 28th to right. fix this shit, or Apple's going to take them down. So we'll see what happens. I, I really do think this is just a giant game of chicken, because both companies stand to lose something pretty significant if this happens. So, yeah. I think, well, we saw what happened with, uh, was AMC and Universal. Yeah. Right? Like, eventually, they, they both were uh, just a big pissing contest until they were like, well, let's make a deal. Yeah. You know? So, I feel like we're going to see that. More than likely, we're going to see Epic make a deal with one of these two or both of them. Yeah. Would you say this is a, Jared, would you say this is a big game of chooks? Big game yeah, it's of chooks. A big game of chooks. A big game of chicken? Big game of chicken. In case you don't know, in Australia they call chickens chooks. You learn new terms. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it too. I do too. I drive my wife nuts with stuff like that because I, I mean, rarely. This is why we were talking about Shark Week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we're not going to get into that. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to get into that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, when I, when I find out this sort of stuff, this, this replaces vital pieces of information. I, I delete something to save, make hard hardware space to put that in my brain. Right. And be like, I'm going to use this for my own comedic effect. It's like, forget my social security number. I want this. Like, that's just... <laughs> uh, speaking of a uh, social security number, did you hear about... <laughs> Kanye West loving the TikTok so much, but he likes he likes the concept. He likes the technology, but you know what? TikTok is so nasty that he wants to make a Christian version of TikTok. Jared, you are a resident TikTok expert and soon to yes. be um, experiment from the government after they find your location, uh, nab you. And then when they take off the hood, you realize it's actually just a bunch of emus in human costumes uh, because they've been tracking using TikTok. What do you think about a Christian uh, TikTok platform? I I don't understand why they needed a whole separate platform. Um, 
I'm sure there's got to be like Christian lanes in TikTok, right? Yeah. So TikTok se- separates into different things anyway. Like there's uh, cooking TikTok. Um, there's prison TikTok, which is where prisoners have smartphones that they've smuggled into prison. Um, I follow a couple of those. Um, there's cosplay TikTok, and there is already a yeah a Christian set on there. So um, one of the people I follow. Um, Liv Pearsall, Pearsall, um, I'm butchering her name, but she Don't does. Uh, I think it's pronounced yeah, Johnson. So, <laughs> um, she does like little segments. So there's like cool math facts, and she'll like talk about like different math theories. And she does um, cool Bible stories with Liv, and she'll like tell a Bible story, and she'll act it out. And she's got wigs, and she's got different costumes, and she'll tell the story and as someone that went to church as a kid i do like hearing those stories again in a funny way doug you would understand funny christian um but <laughs> like hearing again me. In, a, in a funny way as an adult and you know she is someone that is christian but like obviously treats them as they are they're stories they're not fact mm-hmm. they're gospel but they're not gospel you know yeah. Oh, well played. <laughs> bum, 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 Thank bum. you. Um, but yeah, there's already that avenue for them. Yeah. I don't see why they need a whole new app. I'll tell you why. Because they need to name it Jesus Talk. Because TikTok isn't good enough. Jesus Talk. And now when I'm saying it, it sounds like... Like a Chicago, it's Jesus Talk. I was like, not to get confused with the about Jesus with the AM radio, uh, right. you know, show every Sunday right. out of Kirksville, Missouri. Welcome to Jesus Talk. I said Jesus, Jesus it's like Talk. Jesus, but different. Yeah. You know, like I, I just seem like that's an awful big, like, I mean, isn't it like Christian Mingle? You know, a dating site that's just for Christians. You know, or FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> what a fucking fuck good. Do you want to fuck in one? missionary position and only in missionary <laughs> position? Then come to ChristianMingle.com. Do you want to watch? Do you want to find someone to have sex with only to impregnate them? Then come on over to JesusTalk.com. We Jerry, got... do you got one? <laughs> What's is? Don't you guys have a Jewish one as well? J date or J? Yes. Oh. Uh, is it J date? Oh, what is? It? I think it might be. I forget what that was called. I have not used it, <laughs> but I remember like the name of it. Like yes. I, I heard it used in in different I, circles. I've heard it on like sitcoms and stuff. They'll yeah. they'll, they'll reference it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that doesn't J-date. make sense over here. Why? Like, oh, all five of them can get together. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're already yeah, all we, dating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have a Jewish community, but it's obviously much smaller than uh, the American Jewish community. Yeah. Um, I found out <laughs> recently that there was Jewish schools in Perth, and I was like, oh, there must be like a tiny little school. <laughs> I went there. It's actually pretty big. Huh. Take that. So you know. Take that. Your, yeah. You can take your prejudices um, and shove them up your ass, Jerry. Yeah, so does that mean like every religion's going to get its own TikTok though? <laughs> I mean, I would say it would open up that door for that. You know what I mean? 
Buddha's talk. Like Torah talk and right. oh, Torah, Torah talk. Yes. 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 Now or would it be Tick Torah? Tick Torah? Tick Torah. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't sound right. Um Oh my god, I'm I'm so into that. Torah that's amazing. Talk. <laughs> Torah yeah. talk. Um no, I I think look, Kanye is a human. She just fell, took a big is old he? swan dive off he's, the deep end. He is alive. That's about all I can say about Kanye. <laughs> you know what he's not? I am not gay and I sure as hell ain't no fish. That's the, these are facts. <laughs> that's what he's not. That's yes. exactly. He is not a gay fish. That's so. right. Dude, I'm telling you, man, though, he like, I don't know what happened. I, there's part of me that does feel bad because I really think that he like he just he needs some help. Like there's something going on there. Like this, if again, and two, if you look back at like some of his music videos in the past, like what's that one he had a while ago? The one that uh, you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. <laughs> like that one was just about fucking that- Pose. And that was that two was, years ago. That was in 2018. Was two years ago, yeah. Now, and then there was can't say that people can't change. All right, people can adapt. Right. People can evolve. Right. I'm not going to hold people to stuff they did, but I'm like, dude, that was just two years ago. It was just two years ago. And what, but yeah, so he's like, you know, I was watching this with my daughter, and I thought, man, I'm not a like. There's some really raunchy stuff on here, and can't we make a Christian based one? But I'm like, there's that that music video he had about uh, it was like the flash dance one. We had the girl, yeah. the really sweaty dancer in the Lots of like underboob. Underboob. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what What about your fucking videos? Are you going to go back? That's what I want to know. Is he going to go back and remake all of his, his, his catalog that is anywhere near, uh, you know, not PG rated? And also that kind of goes back to my thing about parenting where it's like, you know, my kids are using TikTok and there's just some really dirty stuff on there. I'm like, uh, I mean... Welcome to life, man. Like, I mean, also, do you think your kid's only going to watch, only going to use the Christian TikTok one? I mean, it's, you've already made regular TikTok the forbidden fruit. Oh, religious reference. Right. You know what's free? Pornhub. Yeah. (laughs) Also, poop.com. Guys, what are you doing for Christmas? Because we've got Black Friday deals already for poop.com. You know I what I'm feel saying? like someone's gonna make dirty shit on the Christian one anyway. Like, yes, they're, they're gonna troll the shit like, out of those it. Really Rule thirty four. <laughs> they're gonna like read out like the dirty sections of it, where like you know, uh, King Solomon fucks prostitutes. Like those are in there. I mean, not that specifically, but <laughs> come after me, Christians. But like shit of like kings just banging harems and like fucking going for their life and impregnating whoever they want then murdering them like that shit's in the bible I you can just like turn it into dirty bible. shit <laughs> i also think this is like you know the trolls are going to come out and dro- trolls will come out in droves for that you know what i mean like it'll be a nightmare of people who are just like for some reason i just imagine like sexy readings of the bible you know, people are reading a, a section and then a pe- it cuts to a piece of clothing is off and they read another section, a, another piece of clothing comes off and they're just like sitting there holding their junk in this reading and they're like, and the Lord said unto thee, booty time, get saved or get walking because this holy man has got places to be. Hmm. What about an ASMR Bible reading? <laughs> In the beginning, (laughs) 
And then Jesus ate his oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) And Kevin begat Karen. (laughs) Yeah. But someone's going to like, you know, there's going to be a big titted lady. She's going to be wearing a white shirt and she's going to have her like baptism video yes and she's gonna get <laughs> baptized on a regular basis that's such a great point i need to get clean again because uh, i'm uh, i'm dirty you know that is that only for the twitch stream <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pantomiming going on for those podcast listeners a lot yeah. of pantomiming he uh, has risen that's such a really that's such a good point. Like that is exactly the kind of content that would the trolls are going to take over and just run rampant with that. Yeah, I yeah. I, I think it's a bit unnecessary. You know? And the thing oh, that I hate most about this, and this is just my personal thing, is that uh, in the announcement on Twitter, uh, Kanye was like, "I had a vision." I'm like, "Cool, we're done here. I don't need to hear anything else." Anyone who says they had a vision, I'm like, yeah. "We're good. Thank you. Thanks. No thanks." What if he started it with? I did a shitload of mushrooms and I had a vision. I'd still be like, now I'm I'm interested. I'd respect that more because I'd be like, I know what happened. (laughs) I know how you had that vision. That makes more sense. You know? Do you? I was like, I'm not. Bruh, do you? Like, dude, I saw, I spoke to God. (laughs) I I don't know if he was the God, but he was a God. (laughs) Water speech does bring up a point. He goes, practical Doug hates visions, especially if they involve buying boats. Yeah, get that shit out of here. I don't he also it. is very against Wanda Vision. That is the show is coming out. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Doug does not like anything to do with Vision. I had a Wanda Vision <laughs> that there was going to be a Marvel only TikTok. <laughs> now that I can get on board with. It's like to to, to split that off. There's like there needs to be a YouTube for Christians. <laughs> there needs to be a Facebook for Christians. There needs to be a Twitter oh, for Christians. Isn't, isn't Facebook just for right-wing question, Christians now? <laughs> yeah, I like it better yeah. if it's questions. That questions? Just, oh, you're hey, a, a white-wing question. white-wing <laughs> Please Mark post. Zuckerberg. Please post your memes. <laughs> Please post your memes. Question men and women. Oh, my God. Banning Mail gay wing. marriage is what wings <laughs> up together. That was a really good American accent. How dare you say you couldn't do that? That was impressive. Well done, buddy. Well done. That was a specific impersonation. That was very good. I like it. That was very, very good. Um, I had a vision for uh, a new TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was called. The Throwdown. Nice. Thank you. It's going to be between Jesus and Muhammad. This will be fine. Yeah, nothing bad will ever <laughs> happen there. <laughs> no. That's it for this week's Mind Gap, folks. Thanks for We're playing. out of here. We just uh, said, the ma- then you're done. <laughs> we said the magic word. Speaking of, I know I totally glossed over this, guys. Oh, shit, yes. We've been doing this for six, five whole years. I can't do math. Episode 260. And honestly, Jared, I couldn't be happier that you're the one here with us having this episode. This this is fitting. Yeah. Five years. I share my birthday with Mind Gap Podcast. Yes. Happy birthday. 
Wait, it's your birthday Thank today? You. Yeah. Fuck! Happy birthday! Why did <laughs> when did we talk about that the entire episode? Yeah, right. I mean, my birthday for you guys is you know, you guys are still on the eighteenth. Oh, uh, that's right. Oh, so your birthday? Yeah, oh, see. good. So I'm not late. So I didn't miss okay. it. Yeah, you're not yeah. late. You're right. not late. I'm just in the future. That's very true. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Your time tomorrow. We'll hit you up with more happy birthdays. Yes, and thank you for the happy anniversary, right. Water Speech. Yes. It's very and, kind. Hey. Doug, happy anniversary. Likewise to you, man. Five years we've been doing this. It's so incredible. My voice just cracked. I mean, it's 200, are dropping. 260 episodes. This is, uh, who would have thought, man? Who would have thought we yeah. would have started this and got this far? But in the it's end, a, it doesn't even matter, you know? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Fuck, hold on. <laughs> Time out. Time um, out. Just wait. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> so, uh, Jared, you're in Australia. Um, no, I, I saw sure I saw a really weird van today on the way home after picking up Natalie. It was a security service called Skynet. <laughs> really? I was like, guys, Ooh. how long have you been around? Because uh, I don't think this is a good thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was so worth the wait. The thing is, I'm gonna keep that queued up. You should. You know what? <gasps> Wait a second. Make it a sound if drop. You look, that frame mm-hmm. that I paused on says "Jesus saves." It's a. <laughs> it is a. If you look at the first, just first second of Trap's headstrong, uh, <laughs> it is. It is Jesus saves. It is love- like a mission. Amazing how well that fit in. What I love is each one goes, was that headstrong? And Water Speech immediately goes, I'll take you on. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Before we get to the real throwdown, Water Speech has been demanding this. So I want to toss this out there real quick. Jared, it's for you. Who would win a fight, an emu versus a cobra? Emu. Yeah, right? Because they just stomp the Done. shit out of them. Right. Yeah. The emus are like- bulletproof. <laughs> Done. I'd say... Extremely, they get plus five resistance to bullets. So I think yes. that's really what, what, what gives them their, their edge. Yeah, they're just all air in the middle. <laughs> they're, like, they're like a bag of chips, you know? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Doug, you were quoting Trapped for our anniversary, right? That's what you were... Wasn't that the song you were just saying? Oh, no. no he was quoting <laughs> Linkin Park. Park. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That's you know what? Bad. I got really confused. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's just a callback to last week. It's cool. I thought, I don't know. I've been thinking about that song nonstop. So <laughs> I just, I thought you were talking about, that's what I thought. So I love that you just played that little bit. That should be a, a sound bite of just that clip that we have on it's our soundboard. 100% going to be there like, next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, amazing, Doug. I'm gonna let you introduce uh, this week's um, this week's throwdown since it was cashed in. This is a cashed in throwdown. Yes. So this came away. from Sirloin84. Uh, he cashed in his points from the stream to suggest a throwdown, and this throwdown is a battle of the worst avian superheroes. We have Black Condor versus Raymond Birdman Randall. Also known as Harvey Birdman. Attorney at law. Attorney at law. <laughs> Correct. 
So what happens is that Raymond Birdman just waits for Black Condor to punch him, and then he prosecutes. (laughs) And he wins because he bankrupts Black Condor. So here's the thing. Um, Both these guys are not impressive at all. Um, So you basically have Black Condor, who has the power of flight and telekinesis. And his abilities include uh, basic hand-to-hand combat and law. Can I... All right, let me... I'm going to read this to you. Okay. An ordinary human who has been endowed by the sun god Ra with the ability to to shoot solar rays from his... This is Birdman we're talking about, right? I'm talking about Black Condor. Oh, sorry. Yes. The mutant ability to fly although no limits are known to his speed, duration, or altitude. Sometime after arriving on Earth-X, it became apparent that his mutant powers also included telekinesis abilities, most notably mind over matter. Uh, Sometimes he carries a ray gun. Uh, When it fires, it fires a black force beam of adjustable power capable of stunning a man or breaking a brick wall. He is skilled in hand-to-hand combat uh, at an Olympic athlete level there you go there you go bird man that's black condor never mind black condor <laughs> i'm so confused on who like we're talking about <laughs> i i got my links mixed up in order okay. my tabs yeah so that was black condor now what'd you say jared about the look he looks nothing like i thought he would <laughs> and then you go back to the older ones and it looks worse i think I don't know if it's better or worse. They're just awful designs. Yeah. No. And I can very see why so. he's never gotten a movie. So that was Black Condor. Birdman was an ordinary human who had been endowed by the sun god Ra with the ability to shoot solar rays from his fists and project quasi solid solar shields to defend himself against attacks. So, yeah. Uh, after so he acquired his AV, he can shoot things out of his fists. He can fist you like no one else. <laughs> uh, after he acquired his avian and other powers, he was recruited by a top secret government agency. So he has uh, training. He has um, some clearance. You know, he has clearance level three. <laughs> He's working up to four. His life goal is to get to five. Uh, it is possible Birdman is fireproof being forced into an incinerator recharge an incinerator recharged rather than hurt. Oh, it recharged rather than hurt him. His sole weakness is that he has to recharge his superhuman powers periodically through exposure to either the sun's rays or to a comparable source of heat or a comparable source to heat and or light such as a desk lamp. Wait, what? He can regenerate from a desk lamp? That sounds about right. He, he was drunk to insect proportions when he was healed by the lamp, though. Yep. Healed by the lamp. The name of my sophomore album. Uh, <laughs> the aforementioned. Uh, my very first uh, TikTok video on the Christian talk and uh, Jesus talk <laughs> is healed by the lamp. Uh, when I was yeah. healed by the lamp and the light of God. Yeah, there we go. There's the first bar for you. <laughs> Uh, I will say this, his trademark... But you rub the lamp and Jesus appears. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want three wishes. <laughs> uh, Birdman's trademark is his battle cry of Birdman every time he goes into battle. That is like the that's his t- <laughs> Superman Wolverine. He also screams that out when he comes. <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I put that far enough Michael away. Birdman. That was perfect. Correct. Yeah. Um, well, I think this is an open and shut case, Your Honor. Um, Tell me. In that uh, Birdman was given powers by the sun god Ra. Like, I mean, unless they're fighting in the dark, in which he's at right. a severe disadvantage, um, I think he just absolutely annihilates Black Condor. Like, that guy is just, he's got mind over matter. He's got a he's got a tough mindset. He can fly. Now here's and, the thing uh, though. Could could he not theoretically, if Birdman was flying at him, if he's got telekinesis, he could knock him out of the sky, right? No. Mm, hold on here. Hold on. Hold the phone. Telekinesis, phone. mind over matter. You can move matter with your mind. He says most notably mind over matter. Right. So he could knock him out of the sky, but he still has he can also- Think about Jean Grey, like how she can like pick people up, throw them, like limited telekinesis abilities, most notably mind over matter, which well, I feel like means it's like if he's if he's feeling hurt, he can muscle through it mentally. That's kind of what I got. <laughs> he's really good at just picking himself up and making himself. Feel he's better. essentially that character from Predator where he's like, I ain't got time to bleed. You know, he's like, you know, right. <laughs> he's. Part-time motivational speaker. And at times, he carries a ray gun. Sometimes. Which, if it runs out of ammo, he can just use telekinesis to throw that at Birdman. Limited telekinesis. To maybe throw it, to lightly chuck it towards, chuck it towards Birdman. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I feel like it's, it's just, it's the, to have the power of the sun god Ra at your fingertips um, and to also know that, you know, be really good with interpreting the law. I feel like that just puts him at a significant advantage versus Black Condor. He knows how much force to use before it's considered lethal. He's like, listen here, I will give you the proper amount of warnings before I'm legally allowed to whoop your ass. Jared, what do you think? They both have like weird. So wait. Black Condor has the ray gun that has the weird solar powering thing. And then Birdman has the shields made of the solar powering thing. So they kind of even themselves out there. Right? Is that am I picking up the right things? Yes, but here's an interesting thing. Could the ray gun repower Birdman? I don't know. What's what 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 what's it? It says it fires a, it a fires black a force black force beam. I don't know why they of have to adjustable go. power capable of stunning a man or breaking a brick wall. That's very specific. It can do these two things. <laughs> <laughs> It'll either stun you, or if it hits that wall, it's going to break it. Instead, <laughs> uh, <laughs> phases from stun to wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we got a wall. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> I know exactly what to do. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a, <laughs> I work in construction. I take down wall. I will put in doors when people need doors. 
But what if there's a guy standing in the way? Don't worry. He'll just stun Don't him. Don't worry about it. That's good. That Holy guy is safe. taking a nap. He's taking a nap for a while, but that wall is getting fucked. I like how the third black condor, there's different iterations. It says here, he also has a moderate level of superhuman strength and speed. <laughs> it's such and, a shit character. And seems quite ruthless. Right. He controls I, wind air current. It's so I'm funny sorry. because like all, the, all the other superhero stuff we've read, it's been like, yeah. they are ridiculous strength. And they have like right. this laundry list of stuff. This guy's like, I mean, it's it's moderate. This guy can bench at least 300 pounds. 25 times. Like, no problem. <laughs> he, he can do that. You know, after he's had a couple weeks to, 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 to kind of work into the weight, you know, do a little bit of reps and practice, then he'll be ready to go. He'll be ready to go. Oh, each oh one brings God. up a good point. If Black Condor fights him at night, Birdman, you know, he doesn't have the superpowers. But well, again, he needs to be running out of energy. So he has the powers. He just needs to recharge after he uses them. Yeah. But if he so, wears him down, you know, gives him the old rope a dope. <laughs> it makes him run around a little bit. Float like a black condor, sting other animal. <laughs> sting like a blue ringed octopus. Oh, no, that would fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh... Yeah, I got to say Birdman. Again, the thing is, he, Ra gave him his powers. Mm -hmm. He got his powers from a fucking god. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's an easy win. Jared? Yeah. He got his powers from an Egyptian god. Yes. Off Egyptian god TikTok. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so are we saying Birdman for the win? Yeah. Jared? Yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> it was unanimous. Slotty says raw talk. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be confused for a different type of talk as well. That's true. <laughs> or raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, to to raw dog. Welcome to raw dog. Welcome to raw dog. Welcome to raw dog. That was... Me, <laughs> Here's you the didn't thing. I think I could make it all the way through without, right? Here's the thing. When we were playing on Saturday, Jared said, "Ah, oh, fuck me," a couple of times, and I kept waiting to hear Slotty come after it. Like he just naturally just goes into that. You tone. were waiting to hear Slotty come after it. I was waiting for him to say, "Ah, oh, fuck me, Slotty," like in real time again. I'm right. like, is someone playing the soundbite, or is it just you know? I was so confused. He just naturally slips into that cadence and that tone, and it's like, ooh, say it again. You want me to say it again? Yeah. Uh, fuck me, slutty. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. All right. Um... <laughs> I just read Slutty's comment. <laughs> Do you have a raw dog on Shark Week? Okay. Um, uh, Jared, is there anything? Uh... That's why you oh need a show. Uh, Jared, do you, uh, anything you'd like to recommend? Uh, any way people, if you want, can follow you? Uh, the floor is yours, sir. What would you, what would you say? Uh... Let's go for recommendations first. So there's uh, a comic book creator called DJ Kaufman. Uh, I've been following him since I was 15. He's, he did like Hero by Night, The God Child. Um, and recently he did a, a Kickstarter with another creator uh, called Captain Freedom, where they were rebooting an old 1940s character similar to Captain America that came mm -hmm. out about the same time. 
Um, the project fell through because his partner that was he was working on it with kind of dropped the ball. So he's kind of picked up the slack and basically produced the whole thing himself now. So that's coming out. So I'm going to get a copy real soon, and I would recommend that uh, you guys look into it because he's put so much of his own money into it to make sure that happened. So there are um, and he's just such a good artist. So I'm awesome. going to recommend that. Um, and then obviously my parents already got their plug earlier in the Blue Roo Cafe at yeah. their bed and breakfast. Um, in Perth, Australia, right? Turian Bay, Western Australia, but yeah. So like I said, it, in Perth, Australia. Perth. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> um, and then as for me, I'm on pretty much everything at, at the Gerbus. Um, and I have a new Instagram, which is uh, for professional photos I've had done, which is jared.invain. Jared.in.vain. So it's, it's just uh, where I'm looking a bit nicer than normal. Cool. So, Ooh, I like yeah. it. Ooh, look out, everybody. Jared looks very nice. And there's a little sexy Jared going on. <sighs> uh, Justin, <laughs> what do you got to recommend? I don't know if I can follow up little sexy Jared, but uh, yeah, I'll try. Um, I uh, it, Similar to last week, I'm 100% sure I watched something and I just do not remember what it was. Uh, right before we end, I'll probably have that. Oh, that's what it was again. As of right now, don't remember. So uh, I watched Parks and Rec, uh, you know, watch us this Saturday. That's my recommendation. Yes. Come to the stream this Saturday. Yes. Doug, what do you got? Dungeon Karen. Um, I've got two very um, timely recommendations. The first one, uh, Knives Out. I finally watched it. <laughs> Such a good movie. Awesome movie. I yes. was. I, I watch stuff in like 30-minute chunks now. Like yes, I, get up, yes. I get up with the dog, let her out, and when she's done, I wait for Jill and Natalie to come down because the dog cannot be trusted. So I like will turn something on for like 30 minutes. And for those first 30 minutes of the movie, I was like, I don't want to do anything else today until I finish this movie. But I had to stop. And I was just like totally into it. It's such a good movie. It's a real good whodunit with some amazing actors. And also uh, Rick and Morty. It's on HBO Max. Uh, just started watching it. So, uh, you know, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. It's everything it everyone good. said it would be. It's a very, very fun show. Highly yeah. recommend it. So. so you only just started Rick and Morty. Yeah. I know. What, what a world to live in. Way back. Cause I, I've been familiar with it. My brother showed me a couple episodes and way, way, way back when, almost five years ago, uh, a good friend of ours. Uh, 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 why is his name escaping me? No. God damn Pat, it. Kevin. Karen. Shh. Jared. Justin. James. Seth, James Drew, Conklin. James Conklin. That guy uh, came on and he was raving about the show. And it was whenever I watch it, I, I think of him because unfortunately, Jared, not Jared, uh, James passed away uh, a couple years ago due to heart complications. And he, I was like, this show is 100% who he is <laughs> through and through. And this, this show spoke to him. So I'm watching, I'm like, I see why James liked this show. <laughs> it's perfectly him. Uh, so yeah, those are the things we recommend. Jared, I want to thank you for coming by. This has been awesome for spending your holiday thank with you us. Thank you for letting me be on here. Of course, Thank you. you're always welcome. 
And to everyone else out there, if you're listening, don't forget, you can check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast every Tuesday night at 8 p.m., Saturday night at 8 p.m., both central times. Tuesdays when we record our new episodes for the podcast, Saturdays when we play our video game stream. Again, this Saturday, the 22nd, is going to be Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game. Oh, Come wait. see <gasps> this Saturday, August 22nd, 8 p.m. Central Time. Come see the Dungeon Karens enter and com- continue Adventure 4 of Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game. Will they level up? Will they save the Sheriff of Holbrook? Who knows? But I tell you this, they'll find every potion available in the chests and they will disarm every goddamn trap without a doubt. That is a given. So see you this Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time for the stream. It was better the first time. But anyway, come check that out. Don't forget to follow us on social media at MindGapPodcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And also check out our YouTube channel. That's where we post all of our episodes, highlights from our streams, highlights from our podcasts, and all that good shit. And don't forget to follow Justin on the digital webs as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places where you can consume the podcasts. Uh, Subscribe to us, review us, share us around. The big one is sharing. Please share us. Copy that link. Paste it. Hit share or post whatever it says on the social media that you're using at the moment and let your friends know that they should listen to us because it means a lot to us and we thank you for it. Um, and then two east eighth.com slash mind gap. And then just keep an eye out on all two east eighths things because we are uh, growing ever closer to um, the beginning, the release of our quarantine web series. And uh, we are still progressing forward. We, I, I'm surprised that there's still movement. But we are still progressing forward on Sid Penrose, so uh, we're we're very we're moving into the final two phases of that, and that should be done very very soon. So can't wait. Looking forward. Hopefully, to it. Hopefully. sometime some, before uh, 2022. <laughs> we've got some. Uh, we got we got a nice slate of guests coming up too. We so really do. Yeah, got a lot of stuff coming up. And Jared, you know, starting with Carly last week, and Jared this week. It's just the hits are going to keep on coming. So it's going to be a good time. So. So, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, Jared, thank you. Thank you so much, Jared. Uh, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. Listeners, thank you, as always. Have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.